Today we're talking about why the INFJ loves to avoid people, not just on the holidays. This is coming out on the second Christmas day. So most of us have been in situations where we spend a lot of time with relatives, maybe relatives we haven't seen in a long time, maybe relatives that we don't see on a daily basis. And some old patterns seem to come up. It's like this thing of, okay, I know why I've been avoiding this family member. I know why I don't like these get togethers. And you know, you might say, okay, we as INFJs, I mean, we're introverted. Everybody knows that our energy gets depleted by spending too much time with people. But that's not even it. Like this is just something that we already know and we make sure that we don't have too much interactions with people. But those family gatherings actually cause a lot of confrontation. They cause us either to completely go into hermit mode. So we take a step back, we try not to say anything, not to make somebody mad so they might get triggered or something like this. Or if we can't manage that or if we don't want to manage that, it comes out in some kind of disagreement. It comes out in some kind of brawl and in the end we feel horrible. So today I really want to pinpoint why this is happening and that it's not only happening because we can't deal with people, right? That's just an overall thing. But these certain situations, they happen with particular people. They happen again and again on the same kind of instances and it seems like a pattern just keeps on repeating. And we very often, because we don't know how to handle it, we don't know how to solve it, just avoid people. But the problem is that if we don't really look into this, guess what? It might not happen with this person, but it might happen with the next one. Before we get really into it, remember if you haven't done this so far to download the five pillars to an INFJ Epic Life poster, get accustomed to it, start taking the steps today. So you feel in control, you're making progress and life is just happening for you. You're just giving it a notch and you're sort of creating this amazing story that you are the director of. Now is even the best time for it because the new year is just around the corner. So use that as inspiration. And if you say I'm ready for even more than join the bootcamp waiting list, the INFJ Epic Life Bootcamp, our next round starts in January. So make sure you're on that list. You get access to the early bird price and you don't miss our deadline. So if we have recognized that there are people in our life that we try to avoid at any cost, it's always interesting and important to start taking it on as something you could deal with. See, relationship management is also one of the pillars to an INFJ epic life. You know, you see it in the poster and every single time we talk about that in bootcamp, I always say, make sure that it's something that you have the capacity to take on right now, right? It isn't about time. It isn't about, okay, I have like 15 tasks on my hand or only one, it should be okay every single uncomfortable thing that you take on is going to carry its weight and this weighs you down. So you have to make sure that you feel ready to take on one more thing, but always with the goal that in the end it's resolved. It's not about, you know, standing your ground and then continuously having to fight over and over again the same thing. If that was the case, of course, everybody would say, please avoid the situation, please avoid this person. And sometimes, yeah, it really is necessary. Some people cannot really be changed in any kind of way. But you will be surprised how often it really is the way we show up, the kind of boundaries we set. And setting boundaries is it's like so easy to say, yeah, just set boundaries. Like everybody knows this, but it isn't that easy. And for us INFJs, this goes to a whole different level, right? So imagine you have a family member that every single time you see them, they actually bring out feelings of, you know, being insecure, of you not feeling good enough, of you feeling
feeling not accepted. Why are these things happening? Like what's really going on? Always keep in the back of your mind that probably there's something that that person reflects back to you that you feel about yourself. See, we choose people in our environment and also dynamics. Like this is hugely important. Why am I saying this? Because I, for example, have people in my life who've been there either my whole life or half of my life and they have triggered me in the past and we've had these confrontations for years, decades even, and now we don't have them. So what has changed? Guess what? I have changed. So always keep in mind, it doesn't even have to be a person. It's the way we interact. It's about the things we talk about. Because think about it. Think about, let's say, the five people you have the biggest troubles with in your life. And then think about the five people that you have the best relationships with. What do you talk with these people about? And you'll see these things are different. Either the one person is always nagging you with the person that you're friends with. You always talk about like your favorite hobby. Another person might continuously be looking at all the things you do wrong or the things that you don't like about yourself either. And we choose the dynamics that mirror back to us what we believe. Our mind would rather be right than not getting hurt. What I mean with this is if you on some level believe that you're, for example, lazy, you're going to subconsciously always trigger some kind of conversations that make that other person mirror back to you why are you doing this? This is lazy. And you will allow this. You will get into these confrontations that very often are either parent-child dynamic, right? So you sort of like say something back like, no, this is not that way. Or, you know, you get into these things that later on you don't know how they even started when the alternative could actually be that you see, no, I'm not lazy. I have convinced myself that I'm not lazy. I have tackled this. I know this. I do things that prove to myself that I'm not lazy. So if another person starts acting towards me like I'm lazy, I'm not giving it even any attention. I'm just brushing it off. It doesn't trigger anything in me. And then automatically these kind of conversations don't even come up. So we have to be aware that first things like this happen on a subconscious level. They mirror back to us things that we believe in. And thirdly, that we can change that dynamic once we look at, okay, what are those relationships? What do these people think about me? What do they say about me? What part of that could I be carrying within myself? So you might ask yourself, okay, this applies to everybody. Why is this an INFJ topic? The INFJ topic here is that we will rather go into avoidance mode. We rather go into hermit mode. We rather go into, oh, I'm ducking and I'm not saying anything instead of going into full on confrontation and arguing with the other person. This might happen as a last straw, right? I mean, it's not just the door slam, but also very often we feel like we're trying everything not to make that person uncomfortable. We keep our head down. We keep ourselves small just to avoid any kind of confrontation in these ways. Because guess what? We feel other people's presence. We feel their energy. We feel it very, very clearly. And we rather them not feel our energy because if they feel our energy, guess what? They will be triggered. They will be triggered to say something that will make us mad, something that we will not like. And so we avoid it altogether. A person who doesn't have this awareness also the time just keeps on saying things. These confrontations come up and they might also be in a situation where this dynamic just continuously happens, but they at least have a chance to resolve it. Every single time we avoid it, it doesn't work at all. This is just something we have to accept. It took me a long time, but I know now that there 
there is no such thing as, you know, keeping my head down, avoiding these confrontations, avoiding these dynamics in the hope that they will leave me alone. This in itself, first off, depletes your energy which is never a good thing, specifically for somebody who is an INFJ, because our energy is very impressionable. Our energy can really be manipulated by ourselves and by others. So we have to use this to our advantage and we also have to know how to protect it. So what do we have to actually do? We have to do the uncomfortable thing. You know, after this whole thing of analyzing what was going on, maybe what that person triggers in you, we have to stop these dynamics when they're happening. So what I mean by this is if you tell a child, for example, don't touch the hot stove. Most of the time, maybe they are not listening or they might or they might not. But one time they burn their finger, guess what? They're not touching that thing again. Same thing happens with these dynamics. It's not about making the other person understand where you're coming from or that you have different worldviews or that they should respect what is going on in your mind. They're doing this on a subconscious level. They're triggering you because something that is going on in their mind, some kind of insecurity just matches perfectly with your insecurity. So it's a great combination of people who triggering each other and therefore cause drama, right? So in order to stop this dynamic, we are the ones who have to do something because you know, we're most of the time the givers. We're not the ones that if we're upset, we put it onto other people. Other people might rather put it outward, right? We rather receive, we are rather the ones who go into codependency than into narcissism. That's just an overall thing. I'm not saying every INFJ is like this, but there are a lot of tendencies that show us that we go into that direction. So we have to stop these things at their tracks and we have to stop in such a way that they feel like somebody has burnt their finger. It's not about making them understand on a conscious level, it's about stopping them on a subconscious level. And that can only happen if you are willing to create some kind of disharmony. Ooh, that sounds nasty, right? Us INFJs creating this harmony, but it's a necessity. You by default are already such a genius at allowing people to be themselves, allowing them to live out who they really are. And if you at some point don't allow this anymore, if somebody starts something and you're directly, you know, cutting them off, making them feel uncomfortable, holding up a mirror of just what they put towards you, that kind of energy, they are taken back and it feels uncomfortable. And at first, First, guess what? They will say something that is confrontational or something like, oh, you're not willing to take any criticism, right? They will try to do something like this. And it's on you not to take that personally, to stand your ground, to understand that these uncomfortable feelings will happen, but that you're not taking on this confrontation with the goal of repeating it over and over again. And I'm standing my ground every single time I see that person. No, we want that person to stop these confrontations altogether. We want that person to stop having the these conversations with us. And after we have stopped it, guess what you have to do? You have to put your own spin on it. You have to exude your own energy. You cannot stay in the defense mode and always just wait for the other person to get it. You have to then direct the conversation. You have to direct the energy. You know, if you're talking about how your job is going, let's talk about, okay, what are we going to do tomorrow? Where are we going to go? How's it going with our other family home? How are the renovations going? Like it's on you to change the topic 
topic, the energy, and to take control of that situation. That is something that will cost you energy. And that is something that we INFJs are very aware of. We don't have an endless amount of energy, so we don't want to use it all the time, right? We rather have other people express their emotions, their emotional state, all of that, and we lean back. But from time to time, you have to use your energy and make that shift happen. Make it so clearly that the people learn not to cross you, that whenever they do that, you're going to have some kind of reaction that is probably not the best thing they would want. And it happens on such a subconscious level that, you know, nobody's really aware of it. This has nothing to do with manipulation. This has absolutely nothing to do with, you know, being a con artist or anything like this. It's all about standing your ground in the right moments of time because they are going to cost you energy, but they will be effective. You will need days to recover maybe, but after that, that person won't cross that bridge anymore because they know every single time they do that, it will not feel good. And they know it on a subconscious level. That's what we have to learn. And now during the holidays, it's a great moment to go over this, to recognize what kind of relationships you want to change, what kind of dynamics you want to change and to really take this on. You don't have to do all the things, you just have to do the right things. Remember, if you want to go deeper into this, then get the poster definitely and make sure to sign up for the waiting list. The next live round is happening in January. So make sure you're on that list so you know when things are happening and you get access to the early bird price, all the information you find below in the description. And if you want to watch another video now that is in alignment with today's topic, then watch the video why people are testing the INFJ all the time.